Hallelujah. Are we excited about who God is this morning in our life? It don't sound very exciting to me here. Glory to God. Are we excited about who our God is? Our Yahweh. He's more than enough. Amen. Glory to God. We need to get stirred up this morning. Hallelujah. 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 You know, last week, um, you know, God spoke to us through a word of prophecy. And I'm not bringing this up because, you know, he used me to do it. But I went back and and listened to that uh, more than once this week just to see exactly what it said. How how many here uh, this morning that was here last week can tell me what that word was? No hands? Heather? Heather? Attitude of gratitude. Amen. Amen. The word of prophecy also said this. God wants us to look to him and depend on him. Not look to a man. And that we need to stop depending on the methods of the world and depend on him. We need to depend on, and, and this applies to every area of our life. Amen? It applies to every area of our life, especially, especially our, our, our spiritual life. So many times, and I'm guilty of this, we, we depend on someone else to, to stir us up and get us excited about the things of God. You remember here a few weeks ago, Keith Harms was here. Glory to God in the excitement that was in his message. And, and, and it, you, you got excited when he got up here before he even said anything because you just knew that it was going to be good. And, and too many times we, we depend on somebody else to, to get us stirred up. And, and, and we need people. We need inspiring messages. We need uh, exciting ministers, teachers, evangelists, you know, to, to bring the word and to get us stirred up. But I don't know about you, but the next day I wasn't near as excited as I was Sunday morning. How about anybody else? Did, did, did that excitement kind of leave? You know, we can't depend on somebody else's excitement. We have to stir ourselves up. We have to stir ourselves up this morning. You know, you know, we, we've, you know Suzanne and I have had this happen before. You know, you hear an inspiring message on Sunday morning. Glory to God, and you get in your car leaving, and before you get to the stoplight down here on, or not stoplight, stop sign here at 160 or 126, if, you're, if you go south, you've had the opportunity to get in an argument. 
Huh? Is, am I right? Am I right about that? And, and the excitement about the word of God that you heard, you know, less than 15 minutes ago is, is out the door. It's out the door because you've allowed Satan to come in and steal that excitement. You know, that's the, that's the reason it's so important that the excitement that we have on, on the inside of us is not somebody else's excitement, but it's our excitement because we've spent time with, in the Word of God. We've spent time in prayer. You know, we've, been, we've spent time in fellowship with, with our Father God. And, you know, I, I don't have to depend on, on, on Landon's excitement about the Word of God. You know, it can, it can, it can support my excitement. You know, it can add to my excitement. But it doesn't make any difference whether Landon is excited or not. I'm excited about the Word of God because I've spent time with him. And that's what each and every one of us need to do. Glory to God. You know, I I can tell by looking at you whether you've spent time in the Word of God or not. Went through uh, the drive-thru at at McDonald's uh, Friday. Friday and and uh, got me a small caramel frappe on my way out here to work. You know, and went around and put in my order and, and uh, you know, got up to the first window there where you pay. And, and this gal, I, I, I don't go through McDonald's very often. You know, yesterday, Friday was, was an exception. But she looked like seven days of rain. I mean, she was, she, she was, her dauber was down. You know, she looked like she had really had a bad morning already. And, and I said, how you doing this morning? Uh, you know, she, she re- didn't even really answer me. And, and I said, well, it's a good morning today. Glory to God. Yeah, 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 you know, may, maybe it is, maybe it's not, you know. And, and she, she, I never did get two, two words out of her. But I, said, I, I asked her if she was born again. And she looked at me and didn't answer me for a while and said, yeah. I said, well, glory to God. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I said, think about him today. And there was cars behind me, you know, and, and I didn't spend a whole lot of time there. But, you know, I give her money and she gave me my change back and and... But my intention was to stir her up and remind her of who she was in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. And if you're not stirred up when, when life happens, you know, when, when, when it hits the fan, you know, if, if you don't have that excitement down on the inside of you, you'll just be like she was, defeated, because you can see defeat in her face. Amen. Glory to God. I was in the shower this morning. God gave me this, and, and I didn't know. You want me to share this? But I'm going to. 
He says, much of my church is depending on spiritual welfare. Your excitement is somebody else's that you've hijacked and, and are using for your own. And it won't work. You can't live your life on spiritual welfare. It's got to be something that, that you've, you've accomplished through studying, meditating, praying to a Father God that loves you so much. And when that happens, you, you'll be able to share it with somebody else. Now, this bowl up here this morning, you're probably wondering what in the world is going on here. Well, I've got the ingredients here for, for some unleavened bread, okay? And, and this bowl is you. You are this bowl right here. And in this bowl, we got Jesus. We got some flour here. Go to dump that in there. And, we, and there's several things that we need to add to this bowl here. And this is you, okay? In 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 and 13, Paul is reminding Peter of this. this. This is a great word right here. So I intend always to remind you about these things. Although indeed you know them and are firm in the truth that you now hold... He's, I think it is right, okay, go ahead. I, I think it right as long as I am in this tabernacle, this tent and this body to stir you up by way of remembrance. Paul is saying to, to, to Peter here that what I'm telling you this morning, you already know. And you're established in them. You know these things. You know, Almost, I would say almost everybody here this morning is born again. And, and so we got Jesus in our pot here, okay? We, we, we got the flour in there. You know, he's, that's, that's the basis for this bread. You know, that's the foundation, okay? And he's saying, you know, you guys know this already. You, you know it. But he says, I'm, I'm going to keep on reminding you of who you are and what the Word of God says about you. Oh, that's important, folks. That's important that we stir ourselves up, even though we know what the Word of God says about us. The Word of God says what He has done for us and who we are in Him and what we can be. You know, the Word of God says that, that all the promises that are written in this Word that are written to me and you are yes and amen, yes and so be it. You know, I've been born again since 1968, June, the last week of that month, whatever that date was. You know, I've been born again since then. 
But you know, it's always exciting to me, Larry. I like to go back and read Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10. Let, 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 me, let me read that to you. you. You don't have that up there. But it says this, But what saith it, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith with, which we preach, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. I'm telling you what, there's, there's days that I need to hear that. Because life happens, Satan comes to challenge that word. But I remember back, you know, when I made Jesus the Lord of my life. You know, however many years ago that's been now. 1968. And you know, the word still says the same thing. Hadn't, hadn't changed. And it says, for a man, for with a heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Praise you, Father. Oh, that excites me, because it didn't make any difference what's going on in my life. It doesn't make any difference what the situation is. This word is still true. Amen. Hallelujah, that, that ex gets me excited. Glory to God. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 6, six through 8, it says this, When we were at Mount Sinai, the, the Lord our God said to us, You have stayed at this mountain long enough. It is time to break camp and move on. Go to the hill country of the Amorites and to the neighboring regions, the Jordan Valley, the hill country, the western foothills, to Negev and the coastal plain. Go to the land of the Canaanites, to Lebanon, and to all the way, and, and all the way to the great river Euphrates. Look, I am giving you all this land. Go in and occupy it, for it is the land the Lord swore to give to you and your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to all their descendants. Glory to God. God is telling us this morning that it's time to move on from where we're at. You know, it, it's, it's time to, to put our big boy pants on, you know, put on our boots and move on from where we're at. We need to stir ourselves up. You know, there's, you know, I, I believe this with all my heart, that there is lands that Oakton has been given that we do not occupy. Do you believe that this morning? Yes. What's it going to take to, to, to occupy that land? 
It's going to take a body of Christ that's excited about who their God is. Glory to God. We need to be reminded and stirred up and possess the land that God has given us. You know, and I'm talking about Oakton body this morning, but that could be for you. There is lands and there are things that God has promised you this morning that you do not possess. But we need to stir ourselves up in the Word of God and possess the land that God has given us. In Jeremiah chapter 29, starting with verse 10, and it says, And for, for this is what the Lord says, When 70 years for Babylon are complete, I will attend, I will attend to you and will confirm my promise concerning you to restore you to this place. And this is powerful here. God said that he would attend to us and that he would confirm his promise concerning concerning the, the place that he has asked us to be. Okay, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. This is what God is saying about, about this. Plans for you, for your welfare, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, the Lord's declaration, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I banish you, the Lord's declaration. I will restore you to the place I deported you from. Well, I tell you what, that's exciting. Yes. You know, and, and you say, well, that's not for us. You know, God never changes. Right. If he said this to his people back in Jeremiah, it's true for us today. Amen. Glory to God. That, that, that's exciting. Everything that God has promised you, he will do. And he's planning on doing it. You know, we have to stir up the gift of the word that's on the inside of us. We need to pray in the Holy Ghost. We need to seek him more. We need to search for him. There are There are answers. There are answers to prayers stored up in heaven, waiting for someone to pray them here on earth. Did you get that? God has answers 
for your needs and your desires and your situations stored up in heaven and he's just waiting for you to pray the prayer. You know, the word says that, that when, we pray, when we pray according to his word, he hears us and that we have the petitions that we desire of him. When we come to him, he always hears us when we pray according to his word. And those provisions are already there. He's just waiting for us to pray the prayer. In James chapter 4, it says this, You have not because you ask not. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, that, that, that ought to be a call to prayer right there. You have not because you ask not. What is it that you're needing this morning from God? Well, he's got the answer. And if what you're needing is in his word and it, it, it's a promise that's in his word, then, then it's yours. Not because of what I said, but because that's what the Word of God says. Amen? Glory to God. You're not near as excited as you ought to be. I'm telling you, this, this is some good stuff here. This is some good stuff. You know, we have to, we have to stir that gift up on the inside of us. You know, we, we need to, to set up and fulfill our call as individuals and, and as a body here this morning. You know, and if, if we don't, the strong will. If we don't, the strong will. We need to dare to believe God. God is depending on and needs a people to dare to believe him. You always wondered about this. You know, how many, how many young virgins do you think that God approached before he found Mary? Just, you know, Mary may have been the first one. You know, I don't know. But, but I've always wondered how many, peop, how many young virgins that God had to approach that would agree to bring Jesus into the world before he got to Mary. I don't know. You know, but I, I think that's one of the questions that, you know, I may ask when I get to heaven. You know, Mary simply said, be it unto me as you have spoken. Be it unto me as you have spoken. What's God spoken to you this morning? Be it unto me. And you know, and when she did that, all the hindrances were removed to bring that to pass. Never before and never since has a virgin given birth. But it did that time. It did that time. You may say, nobody has ever gotten out of the mess that I'm in. 
but God can remove the hindrance for your deliverance this morning. Whatever it is, God can remove the hindrance to what you need this morning if you'll only believe. If you'll get excited and, and, and praise and worship and spend time with, with your Father God. He will make a way where there is no way. In Isaiah chapter 43, verse 16, it says, I am the Lord who opened the way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. For I am about to do a new thing. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. We need to leave where we're at and find a new place. Individually and, and, and as a body. You know, the children of Israel f followed the fire and the cloud. We need to follow the word, which is Jesus, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. You know, a person or a church is hard to direct if they're not moving. You know, some of you older guys in here will remember this, especially farmers. You remember, used to have those old two-ton trucks that we would, you know, fill with grain and take it to, you know, town to the elevator. And, you know, most of them back then didn't have power steering. You know, and you get, you know, 250, 300 bushel in, you know, on this two-ton truck, and it was impossible to steer that thing until it started to move. But when, you, when it started to move, you could, you could steer it. You could direct it. We're the same way. We've got to be moving in order for God to direct us. Amen. We've got to stir ourselves up, folks. Spend time in the Word of God. Spend time in fellowship with, with one another. You know, the Word says iron sharpens iron. We have to stir ourselves up. I haven't forgot about the bowl here. We've got Jesus in there. You probably can't see it, but, but he's in there. And we've got some water here. I've got my uh, Kansas City Royals measuring cup here. Or car yeah, no. Kansas City Royals here. We're going, we're going to pour that in here. Got, got that in there. Oh, we've got some... We got some Holy Spirit right here. We got the oil. 
we got the, this. This is. Uh, we just believe this is olive oil here. Got got some olive oil in there. Got that in there. Glory to God. And then we're going to put in put in some salt. And I forget just exactly how much is said, but this this will work. There we go. We we got some salt in there. You know, the flower represents Jesus, the word. You know, Jesus and the word are the flower and the water. The Holy Spirit is the oil. He's our comforter. He's our teacher. He's our intercessor. Glory to God. We've got all this in, in our bowl here. You know, when we're praying to the Father... Your revelation knowledge comes because we've got the Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. And, th and, that, and that salt is, is, represents a, a preservative. You know, it, it's a preservative. It, it will allow us to function in this world victoriously, even though we're not part of the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That don't look like bread in there to me. I've got all the stuff. I've got all the ingredients in here, Joe. But if that's bread, whew, I don't want to eat none of that. But you know what we need to do? We need to stir it up. We need to stir it up. And I've got my whisk here. He might like to watch home improvements. You know. Al, Al Borland, this is Al Borland's, you know, Benford's uh, mixer-upper right here. You know, and we can, we can go like this. But Tim Allen, <laughs> Tim Allen here, he, he's got a better idea. We're going to use this baby right here. This is a Porter Cable brushless 20-volt lithium-powered mixer. And, and we're going to put this in here. I'm, I'm not really going to stick it in there because it, it, it might make a mess. You know, these people up here on the front row would be, would be in danger, okay? But you, but you get the idea. You know, and, and when I mix this up, you know, I've not only got the ingredients in here, but now it begins to look like the bread of life. It looks like the bread that we're, we're desiring to produce, to have in there. We'll, we'll put that right there and, and not really use it, but, but you got the idea. When we're stirred up, You know, I, I'll guarantee you, if I stuck that in there, it's going to get on somebody. It, it's, it's going to get on somebody, and that's just exactly what we need to be doing. We, we need to get our super-duper 20-volt lithium-powered Porter Cable mixer-upper here. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, we're, we're going good there now. We need to stick that in the ingredients that's on the inside of us. 
and stir all that stuff up so it'll get on somebody else. And it's not only beneficial to you, but it's beneficial to everybody that you're in contact with. Amen? In Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 4, it says, and you need to go home and read Acts, all of Acts. It's got, I think, 28 chapters. If you'll read a chapter a day, and you can even miss a day or two during the month, and, and find out what the, what the apostles, you know, what, what they did to stir themselves up and the results of being stirred up. In Acts chapter 4, Peter and John had just walked up the temple steps and they, they healed this guy. They said, Peter, or silver and gold have I none, but what I have, I'm going to give you. Amen. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, they had the name of Jesus. He said, rise up and walk. Right. We've got the same Jesus that they had. Amen. Right. And then in verse 10, you know, the Sadducees and, and all the church hierarchy, they were, they were in a tizzy, you know, about everything that's going on. And they said, let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus of Nazareth, the man that you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred into this scripture where it says the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone there is salvation in no one else god has given no other name under heaven whereby you may be must be saved and verse 13 it said and the members of the council were amazed that they when they saw the boldness of peter and john they were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the Scriptures. You don't have to go to seminary. You know, you, you, you don't have to have been in the Word 30 years or 40 years or, or, or three days to be stirred up and to be effective for the kingdom of God. For they could see that they were ordinary men, just ordinary, ordinary men, just like every one of us here. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. When they see you, can they tell that you've been with Jesus? Oh my, that, that's, that's the key right there, folks. Can people look at you and say, I know him. He's been with Jesus. I, I, can, I can tell just by, by looking, looking over here that he's been with Jesus. It's evident, folks. The excitement, the, the, 
stirring in your spirit is, is evident. Glory to God. It's evident. It's evident. You know, the book of Acts would not have needed to be written if there hadn't been a bunch of people stirred up for Jesus. There'd been no reason to write the book of Acts. But it was because there was a bunch of people stirred up and excited about what Jesus was doing, what, what Jesus had done for them, and they just couldn't hold it on the inside. They, you know, it, it, was, it was like the, the mixer here. When you stick it in and they pulled it out, it got all over everybody. Amen. For Oakton to do what we have been called to do, our bowl is going to have to be overflowing with the presence of the miracle-working, wonder-working God. Right. Amen? Yeah. Glory to God. Ezekiel chapter 36, verses uh, 26 and, and 27 says this, and, and you probably don't have this, Billy. And I will give you a new heart, and I will put in a new, a new spirit in you, I will take out your old stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my word. God wants to put in us a new heart. He wants to take that old, unbelieving, apprehensive, full of fear heart out, and he wants to, to stick a heart on the inside of us that's tender and excited about who he is in us. And he'll do that if we'll allow him. He'll put in us a, a spirit that will allow us and, and to, to follow his decrees, to follow his words, and, and he'll speak to us when we need to hear from him. Glory to God. You know, there's a stirring that needs to take place in your bowl. Praise team. There, there's, a, there's a stirring, stirring, there's a stirring that needs to take place in your bowl. Are you going to allow that to happen this morning? Are you going to allow that stirring to take place? Glory to God. You say, well, what's it going to take? What's it going to take? It's going to take us being sold out to our Father God. Glory to God. You know, it can, you know somebody else's excitement can be, a, can be an igniter. 
can be an igniter for you getting excited. But then you've got to take hold of, of that excitement that's on the inside of, of you know, a, a pastor or an evangelist or, or, or a, you know, a group leader or, or whatever it is. It's, it's, it's an excitement that you've got to grab a hold of and make, and make your own. It's got to become what you want to be. Glory to God. Oh, I can remember. You know, a long time ago. You know, we, we heard the word of faith and, and, and we got filled with the Holy Spirit. And oh my, it was just like a, you know, I, I'd been in the, I'd been in Death Valley and, and, and I hadn't had anything to drink for a week and it was just so good. You know, the water of the Word and the Holy Spirit was there and, and, and it, it was, you know, I, I can't explain to you what it was like. Can't, can't you know, I, I, could, I could tell you in tongues, but, but, I, but I just can't articulated in, in my language. It was so exciting. You know, we, we, we took notes. You know, every time we heard the Word of God, we took notes and, and wrote everything down. You know, we even waited, Pastor Larry, after, after the service was over. You know, this was back when we had cassette tapes. And, and we would wait till after the service was over and they had time to run several copies of the tape off of that, of that message and take it home and listen to it the next week. You know, just to be sure that we... that we hadn't missed anything. You know, instead of watching our five or six channels on our, you know, little portable TV with the rabbit ears on it and the tin foil on, on top of the rabbit ears so we could get that many channels, you know, instead of doing that, we, we would listen to that cassette tape over and over and over and over and over until it wasn't just words on a tape, but it was words of God established in our heart. And you say, boy, that sounds like a boring life. That sounds like a boring life. My brother and sister, when, when you don't have any place else to go, Jesus is the life. And we got excited. You know, and, and we did everything that we could do to be involved in everything that we could be involved in. And we're still that way. Now we, we've, you know, stumbled here and there, but God is, is gracious and he forgives us. Hallelujah. I praise God for that. You know, I, I can remember, you know, taking a shower at work 
and never going home and going to church on Wednesday night and, and, and you know, not going home, just meeting Suzanne over there just cause, because I wanted to be there. You know, and, and I'm no different than, than you guys. You know, I, I was parts guy for a lot of years. You know, I was a customer support guy for a lot of years, service manager for a lot of years. You know, I was doing all this, Pastor Larry, and I wasn't a pastor. I was just like you. but I kept myself stirred up. And that doesn't mean that I can let up now. You, you never let up. You're always pressing in, pressing in, and pressing in, and pressing in. Hallelujah. This morning, if there's somebody here that doesn't have the basics, doesn't have the flour in your pot, Today's your day. Glory to God. Today's your day. If you need to make a commitment in, in your walk with your Father God, that you need the washing of that water of the Word to just clean out a bunch of stuff, you know, that's what the water represented. The altars are open this morning. If you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the oil, and allowed him to be your teacher, allowed him to be your comforter, your intercessor, glory to God, it'll be the best decision that you've ever made other than receiving Jesus as your Lord. Glory to God. These, these altars are open. And I'd invite you to come this morning.